I've been investing for several years now, and I've noticed that investors approach things in different ways. Everyone has their own techniques and styles. Aside from talking about what makes a quote unquote good investor versus a quote unquote bad investor, today I wanna to talk to you about the different types of investors. Let's go ahead and get into it. I'm Alex Mason, by the way, and Stock Stories, this channel is dedicated to helping you become a better investor and we decode the business behind the stock. We're studying the entire S&P 500, but this episode is focused specifically on understanding the different types of investors. Let's go. The first type of investor that we're going to talk about is a trader. A trader is focused on buying and selling assets. And usually this is over a short period of time, but it can also be over a longer period of time as well. An example of a trader might be someone who day trades the stock market. They're looking at charts, they're studying the trends, and then they're buying and selling at specific points. Another example could be someone who is flipping things from eBay. Maybe they go to a thrift store, they buy an item, and then they post it up on eBay, they sell it at a higher price, and they pocket the difference as a profit. Now, a positive of this approach is that you can usually make gains pretty quickly if you do it well. For example, there's nothing that says that you can't buy a stock at $2 and then one day later it goes to $3 and then you book that dollar profit. And let's say you buy a million shares, well then you just made a million dollars really fast. Well, the thing is this can actually work against you also. You can actually lose that same million dollars in the same amount of time, at least in the case of the stock market. Now, one of the benefits to being a trader type of investor is that you're relying on market movements. So you don't actually have to do much other than buy the asset and sell the asset at the right prices and at the right times in order to make money. That's one of the advantages. Now, consequently, this is also a disadvantage too, right? Because you're not necessarily doing anything to the investment itself other than helping it change hands at a particular price at a particular point in time. The second type of investor is the developer. The developer creates and builds their assets. So they're going in and they're making something from nothing or from very little, and they're growing it and building it actively over time. An example of this would be someone like a real estate developer. A real estate developer might go to a piece of land and see nothing there, and, but envision in their mind, okay, I'm gonna build a commercial office building here, I'm gonna build a parking lot there, and then they go out and they create the project and that creates a lot of economic value. Another example of this type of investor is someone who creates a startup, someone who makes a small business. Yeah, they start with nothing, but they find somewhere in the marketplace where they can come in and deliver a solution that's gonna serve a lot of people. And so they're investing in their ideas, they're creating assets, they're maybe managing people, and they're delivering value in some way, and that value can scale over time under the right circumstances. A positive of this approach is that you can create massive wealth over a long period of time if you can create the right assets and develop them in the right way with a certain amount of growth. So that's the positive. I mean, think about the titans of American business that own businesses and have held them for a long period of time. In many cases, they've developed these businesses themselves from nothing, and they retain a large percentage of ownership, which gave them their wealth. A con with this type of strategy is that it might take a long time for your investment to play out. And it might not even play out at all. Maybe you don't get the financing. Maybe the customers don't come after you spend all that time and money and resources. So it really depends. 
The third type of investor is the activist. This is the type of person who comes into a situation that's usually not going so well and fixes the problems in order to create value. Compare this to someone like a developer who is creating value by growing something over time. The activist investor is coming into an existing situation and trying to fix what's broken. Some famous investors who fit this category are people like Carl Icahn or Bill Ackman. These types of investors go into a company maybe first as a passive investor, but then become more active over time. So they may actually take a board seat in the company and try to influence management to run the company a certain way. And if done well, it can actually create a lot of value. One of the pros with this approach is that you can create a lot of value really quickly if you know what you're doing. For example, let's say that you're a real estate investor and there's some foreclosures in your area. Now, a lot of investors would never touch those types of properties because they just don't want to deal with the problems that they think that they're going to have. If you have specific training and intuition regarding this kind of investment, then it might be a great idea because you can actually go in, fix the property up, you understand what kinds of pitfalls to avoid, and you can make a profit where other investors would run away from that kind of opportunity. The downside, of course, is that this could backfire if you don't know what you're doing. So usually this is an area of the investment universe reserved for specialists. The fourth type is a speculator. Speculators have shiny object syndrome. They just want to chase everything that they can. If there's a new asset over there, they run for it. If there's a new asset over there, they want a piece of the action. Doesn't matter whether it's Bitcoin, real estate, gold, Ethereum, you name it, NFTs, they want a piece of it. Speculators have short-term mindsets and they don't really care what type of asset they're getting into as long as it has the potential for turning a really quick profit for them. Now, a benefit of this approach is that sometimes you can actually get lucky. Like there are people who made millions off of investing in cryptocurrencies very early. There are people who speculated on real estate deals or initial public offerings for stocks way before other people jumped on the bandwagon. And sometimes it was a very, very profitable decision. But does that make it a good decision? The downside with being a speculator is that luck doesn't scale over time. And if you invest in something just because it's shiny and new, it doesn't necessarily mean it's going to pan out. So you can get burned very quickly here, particularly if that investment is outside of your circle of competence. Now, the fifth and final type of investor is the owner. An owner buys and holds assets over time and relies on the growth of the underlying asset in order to generate a profit. This is what Warren Buffett does. This is what your local McDonald's down the road franchise owner probably does. This is what people who own private businesses tend to do if they own their businesses over the long term. And the holding period for this type of investor is usually a medium to long term holding period. The benefit here is that if the asset that you buy is good and it's producing cash flow or it's rising in value over time or both, then you can become very wealthy over a long period of time with this approach. The downside here is that this approach requires usually a lot of time in order to see the benefits. I mean, you don't just buy a stock and hold on to it for a year and expect to make several hundreds of a percent gain. I mean, if you do, you're probably a speculator. So that's something you want to consider here. One difference between the owner type of investor and some of the other types of investors is that an owner type is not necessarily actively involved in the management of the investment or the asset itself. Whereas with a developer, 
with the activist, with the trader, those are a lot more active types of investors. Now, of course, you can blend these and these things change over time too, depending on who you are. For example, a lot of entrepreneurs, they start out as developers creating their businesses, and then over time they step out of the CEO role and then just collect checks as an owner. Now, several years ago, when I made my first major stock purchase ever, I was trying to be an activist style of investor by purchasing a certain stock that was going through some difficult trouble. And I made a lot of mistakes. <laughs> now, if you want to learn from the, the mistakes that I made so that you don't have to learn them, go ahead and check this video out here and you'll learn some of the things that I learned from my worst investment ever. Now, thanks so much for watching this video. Let me know what type of investor you think that you are. Go ahead and drop a comment below and I'll see you on the next one.